everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith, and I am here to bring you the Bavarian Podcast Works preview show, where we are going to give you the lowdown on the Bayern Munich versus Mainz match that will occur on Saturday. This comes hot off the heels of Bayern Munich's big Derek Klassiker win last weekend, uh, where Bayern controversially edged Borussia Dortmund and then followed it up by beating down FC Barcelona and banishing them from the Champions League into the Europa League. Obviously a big day for everyone that is a Bayern Munich fan and everyone that just dislikes Barca. So uh, (laughs) I think that uh, most people uh, that listen to this podcast were probably ecstatic that Bayern was able to close out the group stage undefeated and do it in an authoritative way and also knock out Barca in the process. But as for this weekend's matchup, Mainz is always a team that seems to give Bayern a hard time. And I don't know why I can't really process that, but it seems like they always ramp their level of play up right about when they are going to play Bayern Munich. So let's take a quick look at where each team is in the standings. Bayern Munich, of course, sitting atop the table through 14 match days. They have 11 wins, one draw and two losses, 45 goals for 15 against. Uh, They have 34 points to sit atop the table. They have won four of their last five games. And that is uh, good for the Bundesliga because Bayern only holds a four-point edge over Borussia Dortmund. As for Mainz, they are one of the surprise teams of the league. And there are plenty this year. You could look at Freiburg. You could look at the extreme success that Bayer Leverkusen has had. Look at Hoffenheim, Union Berlin. I mean, just the top. Six, seven teams in the table. I mean, really, I mean, how many would you have expected to be there at the beginning of the season? But Mainz is sitting there in seventh. They have six wins, three draws, and five losses through 14 match days. They have 20 goals for, 14 against. That's good for 21 points and good enough for seventh in the table. And they, in over the last four, five games, I'm sorry, they have two wins, two draws, and one loss. Uh, Their performance last week against Wolfsburg, the 3-0 victory, extremely impressive. It was a big match for Mainz. Uh, Wolfsburg is now right behind Mainz in the table. So it shows that this Mainz team is, they're they're for real. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying they're one of Europe's top teams, but they are not going to roll over. They're not going to be a pushover for Bayern Munich. And I think that they have just enough weapons to make life difficult for Bayern Munich. So, uh, when you look at Mainz as a, as a squad, I mean, right away, you want to start looking at how they're scoring. And you don't really have to look too much further uh, down their roster. You can start up in the alphabetical order with Jonathan, Jonathan Burkhardt, who has been, really has been the man for them. He has been excellent this season. Uh, this has really kind of been a breakout season for Burkhardt in, in some ways. He's only 21 but he has absolutely proven himself over the course of the season so far. He's, you know, a member of the Germany U21 team and over his last uh, four games, he has three goals. His only, uh, the only game where he did not score was Mainz's 2-1 loss to Stuttgart back on November 26. So Burkhardt, is definitely the player that Bayern Munich is going to have to watch. They are, he is the person that's going to draw the most attention. But I think Bayern, Bayern's back line has, surely has enough talent to deal with Burkhardt, but it also has enough speed and size 
to make life very difficult for him. But who will start among that back line? That is the big question. So let's take a look at trying to figure out what Julian Nagelsmann is going to do. The condensed schedule over the last week surely has him wondering uh, how he's going to rotate his squad and also uh, how he's going to work around so many players being out. Right now, if you just want to go down the out list, we have Eric Maxim Chupomoting, who is uh, he's another one coming off COVID-19. Uh, he's listed as being out for match fitness, but there have been stories that he's experiencing experiencing some of the same issues that Yashua Kimmich has regarding his lungs, floating his lungs, lung capacity issues, whatever the case may be. Uh, both are COVID-related 19 absences. So Chupomoting and Kimmich are both out. Leon Goretzka is listed out with a foot, but this is like the third different injury he's had over the past two weeks. We saw that he had a hip injury, that he had a knee injury, and it got more specific to say patella. So I'll just include the knee and patella as, as one, and per, let's just say that those were the same things, and it just was more specified the second time. Now he's listed out as having a foot injury, which is really bizarre. Not sure what that's about. But that seems to be the case, and Goretzka will not be available. Marcel Sabitzer, of course, out with a calf injury. Uh, Bunasar is allegedly out for this match with a groin injury, and Josip Stanisic has a torn thigh muscle, which will keep him out. Listed as doubtful for this match is Mikhail Cuisance, who has what is listed as a knock. I guess they didn't want to get more specific with Cuisance. And Sven Ulreich, who is still battling a back injury. So um, obviously not a lot of options here for Julian Nagelsmann as he looks to put it together a lineup against Mainz that's not going to come out too soft, that's not going to come out flat. And uh, how will he do that? Well, let's take a look. And typically we would start at the back on this, but I'm going to start up top because I don't think that there's any way that Robert Lewandowski doesn't start. He didn't put, he didn't score against FC Barcelona midweek. So, you know, Lewandowski is going to be doing everything he can to drop a couple of goals into the net. I think behind Lewandowski and we'll do the charade of this being a 4-2-3-1, even though we all know it won't be. Uh, we'll have Thomas Muller sitting directly behind Lewandowski. And it seems like we're going to get Leroy Sané and Kingsley Coman as uh, the wingers. And Serge Gnabry, who is not quite 100% back yet from uh, what he was dealing with, I guess is, I don't want to say he's out of favor, but right now he's looks to be clearly behind Sané and Coman in those wing spots. The whole joke of Sané being listed as a wing now is kind of incredible because he's really a second attacking midfielder. But again, I'm not going to get go down that rabbit hole. I'm not going to do it. I promise. In the double pivot, I think we're going to see Quarantan Toliso and Jamal Musiala again. I thought they held their own against FC Barcelona. Musiala is proving that he can play just about anywhere. So that's great for him and his uh, ability to be versatile and move all over the place for Julian Nagelsmann in an attempt just to stay on the pitch. Uh, Quarantan Tolisso has something to prove, not so much to Bayern Munich since he'll probably be leaving, but he needs to make himself some money in the free agent market uh, next summer. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's, I I'm just supposing at this point that Bayern Munich will not be able to sell Tolisso. Maybe there will be someone who is desperate enough to buy him in the winter transfer window. I don't know, 
But uh, Tolisso is going to want to uh, really showcase himself, show his abilities, and uh, you know show what he can do. So other teams will come and pay him a lot of money and, and more power to him for that. So we're going to go under this again, false assumption here that there's going to be back four. But we will go with uh, Alfonso Davies. Obviously, uh, Dio Upamakano is probably uh, a player that we'll see. Luca Hernandez is another one. So that leaves the choice between Nicholas Sula and Benjamin Pavar. And as good, I, I really do think Pavar was, he did really well against FC Barcelona. I can't see Nicholas Sula sitting out again. So either it's got to come down to this. I, I'm going to say Sula is going to start over Pavar. But I wouldn't be shocked if Makano takes a seat or if Hernandez takes a seat in favor of Sula at this point. Whatever is going on with Sula, I, I'm not sure. I know there were some fitness issues in coming back from an illness, but I think that, uh, you know, Sula, to me, again, I'll say it for the millionth time, has been their best defender this year. Uh, and I think he's been their most consistent defender. I'd be shocked if he doesn't play in this one, but again, like this, nothing, there's no rhyme or reason to anything right now. You know, Serge Gnabry would be a starting winger on 99% of the teams on earth. He can't get on the pitch right now. So uh, in any event, we'll see Manuel Neuer uh, between the sticks. And I think that Neuer is, uh, you know, he's one of those players that obviously he's just doing so, so well. And, uh, I think it really gets understated with him during the season. I mean, he, he does things and he takes care of business and you don't really have to worry about him. And the only time you really hear about him is when he makes a mistake, which isn't even all that often. So uh, to me, I, I think Neuer has been one of really the unsung heroes over the course of this season. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him and see what he can do against Mainz because I feel like they're going to need him for whatever reason. I just always have these, these <laughs> nightmares uh, when I think about Mainz games. If Mainz just crazy things happening, Bayern not being prepared, Bayern being flat, it just seems like when they pick to have flat games, Mainz is typically one of them. So let me close out this podcast with a quick prediction. And I'm going to go against my own thinking here, and I'm going to say that Bayern Munich is going to win this one 3-1. And I think that uh, they're going to somehow avoid coming out flat in this one. Now, <laughs> it's kind of tough because if we look at this, their classicer was a huge match. FC Barcelona in the Champions League, huge match. So it would only be natural for a team of professionals to come out flat and disappoint the fans after two matches like that. But I'm going to say they're not. I'm going to say they're going to take care of business. And sure, there's going to be a match at some point soon where they're going to come out flat. I'm just going to put my money on it not being this week. So that'll wrap things up. Sorry, this edition is out a little bit late. We've had a crazy couple of days trying to get everything covered. So we appreciate your patience. Uh, you can always get me at the Barrel Blog. You can get the site account at Bavarian FB Works. You can get Tom at TommyM71. You can get Jake at Jefferson Fenner. And you can get I Need No Name at BFW. I-N-N-N. And what's great about this right now is I'm getting attacked by a puppy, which is hilarious, who apparently does not want me to be doing this right now. So uh, thanks for your patience. I guess that's about the best way to sign off before I get my leg mauled. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. See you later. <laughs>